you did not want to become a Christian, but no. somehow it happened. Mm-hmm. What what was the, what was the tipping point for you that made that that happen? That's a very good question, and I thought I would have an answer to that by now, but I still can't really put a finger on that, hmm. even okay. after all these years. Okay. Do you think it was more of going with the flow, or do you you or or I was think, it just you wanted to be a part of the community? I think that part of me knew even at that early stage that if I did not continue, that the relationships would change. Welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Cousin Eddie. And together, we're going to explore what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. For more info on the Reclamation Podcast, or to tell your story, Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Aldo B. Martin. Hmm. I think I knew it. Just instinctively, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about becoming a Christian in this sense. Because I do remember having real objections to the teachings about Jesus being the only way. I remember very specifically that and, and relationships with non-believers. Those were two things where I was, I felt like, mm, I'm not down with that, but I just had a, I just knew. Right. And I, I didn't really know <laughs> until yeah. later because I had never seen it, Yeah, but there's just something where I was like, you know, I, I don't want to stop being able to see these people. So here's this young girl from, uh, from, <laughs> from, from Austin, Texas, who, like I just explained was, uh, Came here with uh, with a small amount of money in her pocket. Didn't really know much about New York City. Didn't know anything about New York City, actually. Right. Like you never came here at all. And yeah. um, and all of a sudden here you got a friend mm-hmm. and this friend introduced you to other friends. Yes. And it's this network of people that are helping you get through this difficult university. Mm-hmm. Right. This rigorous university, as well as helping you adjust to this new life in this yes. new part of the country. <laughs> and and you knew um, out of your own words, you just said you knew that if you did not follow through with joining this organization, then these friendships that you made, pseudo friendships, maybe we could say that these friendships that you made would I not think, last. Yeah, I think I just knew something would change. Yeah. Right. I think that was the first impulse. And yeah. And don't get me wrong. There were some people I already knew that I didn't like everybody, but there were, there was five to 10 people that I was really like, these are my girls, you know, like, yeah, I got to keep seeing them multiple times a week, yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. And, and so, and so you joined and then you got baptized and you became a disciple. So, so, so now you're here and what were some, because it wasn't all bad, right? It wasn't it wasn't a totally bad experience, right? Mm-hmm. What were some what were some of the highlights for you, right? As in, in this in this coming of age time in your life. Um, because I would imagine it's an exciting time. Wait, hold up. Before while you're thinking of that, mm-hmm. uh, cousin Eddie, you too came to New York for school, no? Correct. Right? So right out of high school, you came here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Man. 18. Man, how come we didn't find cousin Eddie have him come to I the don't church, know. man? I think it's I think it's the weird um uh hippie structure of art schools. 
I think they. I, th- I think. I, I think they're their own bizarre world. Okay. I don't know how to describe it. I don't. I think art schools in the city. Yeah. Are almost their own kind of. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I feel group. like other schools are their kind of. Uh, no, you see, no, no. The reason I bring that up is because it's really funny how you're, you're describing you guys as your own entity, right? As your own entity with 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 your own ins and outs, your own lingo, your own subculture. You can identify each other from a mile away. That's how it was with this church too. Mm-hmm. That's really how it was with this church too. We had our own lingo. We had our own greetings, right? We had ways of hugging each other. It was weird. I always had to give a side hug. If you saw, if I saw somebody from 10 blocks away, give, if I saw a man and a woman give each other a side hug, I'm like, oh, they disciples. You know how many times I got in trouble for the non-side hug? Girl, you was giving frontal hugs? Stop playing. (laughs) (laughs) Full frontal hugging? What? (laughs) I meet people now still. Like, that's just like, what's a handshake? And you're like, oh, hey, you know, if we were to meet in person, Cousin Eddie, and I had never seen you before. And you're like, oh, hey, this is Cousin Eddie. Like, hey, you know, like, that's just the greeting. Mm-hmm. And oh, it took a long time. They were like, um, can we talk again about um, how you're supposed to greet your brothers? And I'm like, oh, God, y'all, we're going to have to bend on this. I- I'm not going to remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it was, eventually it was... I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so we, so we had these things. That's, so it's, it's not, it's not much different. It's, it's really not much different. So anyway, uh, uh, Christina getting back to you. So, yeah. So what were some of the highlights? What were some of the fun things that you remember? Because, you know, it wasn't all bad, right? It wasn't always bad. No, I feel like the campus people were just so much fun. Like there were just people from all over the city that were, hilarious and had such unique personalities and we really we were actually like real friends that's how i mean i met aldo and oh my goodness like <laughs> just such i don't know just i think, I think part just of it too is characters part of it too is we were all broke together <laughs> yes I, I i think uh an interesting way to to see this is I guess this really isn't much i mean look at the end of the day it's still kind of a business right and in a weird way, you're working for them for free. And I guess it's going to be very similar where you might meet people from your job that end up being lifelong friends. But for the most part, there are going to be people there that you can't stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I guess yeah. I guess it's very similar in that. So, you know, like, there are a bunch of sales guys at my job. I can't stand it. Just not, I, I just don't mix with that personality. You know what I mean? But yeah. there are still people that... <laughs> um, but there are people there that I care very much for. Yeah. Not, the only not difference is I just get paid. Thing. Not different mm-hmm. from the business model at all. I'm sorry. What'd you say? That's a great comparison. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I had I, times where I thought about leaving other jobs. You know, that, that's such a good comparison. So spot on where you're just like, oh man, I don't know if I want to leave this job because I'm not going to see them anymore. Not because it's a cult, but because nature of relationships change when you don't work with somebody and similar thing where you're like, right. Dang, but that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in an odd turn of events, you guys actually paid them to be to work for them. <laughs> oh my God. We so we did much money. We so did. much money. Oh. We, wait, you gave a lot of money. Yes. 
You know what? Well, for Listen. me, it was a lot because, okay, I was broke, broke, yeah. broke, broke, like had to figure out whether I was going to walk to midweek and have like enough money to have a slice of pizza wow. or if I was going to get a round trip Metro card mm. and then like just wait to eat until I have my little meal plan thing at, at school the next day, like broke. So these were broke times, but we had a good time. But so much fun. Continue. Trying to think of there's just so many good times and it was always just was it was it more about the good times or was it about the people that you were with people yeah, yes yeah. there were so many good experiences with the group of people that I became like friends with that we were actually friends yeah um that were really incredible just yeah. I met great people and, yeah. I, and I I I I remember um. I remember speaking with you and 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 the other NYU ladies. That was always one of the highlights for me. Uh, you know, just going on Sunday, seeing you guys and just talking all the time and just joking around. And you know, when I think back on it now, <clears throat> cousin Eddie, we were under a lot of pressure, right? To 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 um to uh increase membership for this church and meet people and and be be good people, right? Like be wholesome people. That was a lot of pressure we were under. But I think what helped uh, and I'm think, I'm just, Christina, correct me if I'm wrong, but just how we connected, I think we were just real and just laughed mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> laughed a lot at silly things. And yeah. Christ- Christina, you say your memory is, is not good, but I used to get in trouble a lot. used to get in trouble a lot for keeping it too real but you know it was it was when keeping it real goes wrong like the dave Chappelle skit but it was it was i i also remember just having a lot of fun with with you guys right as you guys is my support system and i did not know that you were my support system right like you and and the other the other friends that I have from NYU and from the other schools too um and from the rest of the church i didn't realize they were support system did you realize it was a support system? Mm, I think I knew that the friendships were a support system for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do also, I felt like they weren't at the same time because there were so many, not, not a, the, these friendships I'm referring to, but the other relationships were almost the opposite. Were, well, actually, they were completely the opposite of it. And I, I remember times where, I don't know. They're almost just oblivious to who I was and what I was going through. Right. Um, for example, I remember there's great pressure to get to know them. And, and, and one of the ways that they always wanted to get to know each other was shopping, which when, a, you, when you say a, get to know them, who's who's them? Uh, a lot of people in my own ministry that were not that were leaders. OK, um, it was very much like, hey, well, you're friends with this this group, but you need to become friends with us, too. Right. And coincidentally, we were kind of racially divided. I didn't, I don't think it, well, it was never intentional. No, I don't think it was intentional. It just happened. It was intentional. It just kind of happened. Um, but the the leadership, you know, we weren't, we weren't really close. And then there, there's, there was definitely a big disconnect. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, they would be like, let's go shopping. And, you know, anyone who knows me knows I hate shopping. I cannot stand shopping. And I was broke. You know, and they're like, come, but, you know, you have to be more approachable. And there's just a lot of a lot of layers where I felt so supported on one hand and so understood on one hand and so completely missing. Almost where I'm like, 
do we see each other several times a week? Because I kind of feel like it's impossible for us to interact as much as we do. You still are just, and I, I like, like, I don't think it was malicious. I think it was just really just, it was a weird contrast between people who really saw you and people who didn't really see you. Oh, right? oblivious, right? Mm-hmm. Oblivious. Yeah. Totally oblivious. Do you think that that had an effect on, on your standing with the church or was it just like a, eh, whatever, let me just get back to my friends. I think it did when it came to leadership opportunities, you know, hmm. because I am very social and I do have real relationships. I mean, I'm, it'd be terrible for me to try to pretend to be somebody else. I don't even try. Um, so my relationships are very genuine, you know, and I formed a lot of very genuine friendships with people who were outside of the church and a lot of them became disciples. Um, you know, I was, we were, some of them more fruitful, if you want to we called it for people who decide who got people baptized people. And I genuinely think it's just because we had real relationships and people saw that. Um, so on one hand, I think that the leadership respected us because we were, adding to the numbers, but I think that that you were, you were doing your job, you right. were doing your job, I was doing my job, but mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, I didn't wear the company suit, if you will. And oh. so I think, Ooh. yeah, look at you. <laughs> and I'm so right. I, I like that. <laughs> and so I think, you know, that prevented in, in a lot of ways, any rising to leadership. Whereas I think if mm. it were, I think in a lot of other churches, well, I don't know. I haven't been in many of the churches, but I think in a lot of organizations that are caring about people, they would recognize, oh, there's somebody who cares about people and mm-hmm. has strong relationships and that would be rewarded. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So for sure. So so now we're 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 there. We're in the middle. We're members. You know, we're, we're living our lives. How long were you a member? Three years, four years. So just 2000, 2003, I had a short stint. So you left shortly after the letter. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it might have been a little bit before. Okay, but it was okay. around the same time. Do you do you remember what prompted you to leave? What made you leave? Was there a, a was there a one uh, one swoop type of incident? Was there a several things? Was it a fade to black? What was it? I think it was a series of incidents. The first thing I remember was one of my first discipling partners leaving the church and we were very very close Mm. and just not being able to interact with her anymore was Uh, speak speak on that speak on that not being able to interact with her anymore was it because she left and went away to canada like what are we talking about yeah well for people who were who left the church we were strongly discouraged from having communications with them because they yeah. were, they, they'd abandoned the flock. You know what I mean? They turned yep. their back on, on, on God, Jesus. on God, yeah, mm-hmm. on God. And uh, we call it fell away. Like it was such a big thing to fall away. It was um, a big deal. Yeah, was, Cousin Eddie, it was, yo, that was, a. we would talk about people that fell away. Like literally it would, it would literally be like this. Be like, yo, man, you heard about uh, Leroy? Mm-hmm. What about Leroy? Yo, he fell away. What? Mm-hmm. Nah, not Lee. No, no, that was the big gossip. That was uh, gossip. I guess we could say that. 
we didn't really use it as gossip because it wasn't about talking ill of him anymore. But it not was necessarily like, ill, but that was kind of like the did you hear what happened? You know, like yeah, kind of, sort of, kind of, yeah. sort it was, of. Because, but it was almost whispered, not because it was uh, gossip in the way, because mm-hmm. it was like you almost didn't want to say it too loudly because it was such a terrible offense that you almost couldn't say it regular volume. It was like yeah, you couldn't, you really couldn't say it out loud, and so what was also so final about it was because we knew that we would never see him again or speak to him again. You understand? It was almost like, for lack of a better term, it was almost like a, uh, it was almost like somebody died. Yeah. You know, it was like, we're never going to see this guy again. And we're never going to be friends again because we're not allowed to. And one of the, I mentioned earlier how I got in trouble a lot, but, one of the things that I did was even if people fell away, I was still friends with quite a few people that left. <laughs> Would you find yourself not even attempting to hang out with anybody any longer just out of fear that someone would see? I did. Well, yeah. I, in the beginning, yes. And that's kind of that was like the first step. And I think I had some friends that had studied the Bible, another situ- a situation where we became close because we were friends. That's the thing is that people who came, I had, we were always really friends. I, w- I wasn't very good at just finding random strangers and bringing them, but that wasn't my MO. And so whenever they would stop studying the Bible and they, it was expected again, like it's, it wasn't as bad as people falling away, but you were still expected not to communicate with them anymore. And I remember there were a couple really good friendships that I got in trouble for, like you mentioned getting in trouble Mm, um, because I maintained those friendships and that was, and and you weren't allowed to No, And I got in heavily reprimanded. It's fascinating. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's go ahead. it's it's fascinating to me, and, and I think a lot of this has to do with being younger and kind of um, just being naive to a lot of things. When you have a job or you're invested in a relationship or a marriage, there are, there are I guess, morals and ethics, and there are consequences for, for doing things wrong. I can't do anything bad at my job because I will lose my job and then I can't pay rent. It's fascinating that there's a fear with, with you folks at that age in this organization of being caught talking to someone else. Now you look back and you go, like, what were they going to do to me? Like, like hit me with a bus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, but back then it was like, I can't, I can't really talk to this. Like there was a real fear. Like, and, yeah. and and you couldn't, it's not like they were going to stop paying you. They couldn't fire you. From, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, but there's well, a you fear see, there. But, but, but that's just it though. You said, were they going to, were they going to hit you with a bus <laughs> right. or stop paying you? They would stop paying attention to us. Right. right? We would lose all those, the, the social network that we had built over time, right, the family right, that right. we had built over time, we would lose that. And, and that, and the that's a heavy thing to hang that. over someone's head. It's scary. Oh yeah, you know, like that's a that's a really manipulative thing to hang over someone. It is, and I'm glad you said that because <clears throat> I feel like by the third friend that fell away, or that either fell into one of those two scenarios, hmm. is when I was like, 
becoming rebellious, if you will, uh-huh. because I no longer wouldn't talk to them mm-hmm. or, or if I, or hide it, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, and then I would get spoken to oh, my discipling partner. Oh man, I kind of feel bad for them. Cause I know they didn't really want to talk to me about this every week, but my discipling partner would have to be like, Christina got to talk. Cause I feel like you're straight. Mary, mother of Jesus. We got to talk. <laughs> yes. Mother of Jesus. <laughs> We got to talk because you're struggling like you constantly. And and then people will be told about it. And it was just this whole, but I just felt so like, how dare you tell me not to be friends with people? That's not cool. Yeah. Like, that's my yeah, that, that part. Now, um, Christina, you're going back to being rebellious, right? So now you're starting to leave, right? And then when you finally left, was it like a big announcement? Was it a big revelation for you? Was it just, you know what? I'm off this. Like, what was that for you? I just left. But coincidentally, I was also moving back home. Back home to Texas? To Texas, yes. Because at yeah. the time, my mom was sick, so I was moving home to go to go take care of her for a minute. So I don't, I don't think I really had a reason to make a big announcement or had the mm-hmm. opportunity to, but... I don't know that I would have anyway, because. But you knew, even though you were going home uh, for uh, legitimate reasons, you also knew that your time with the church was coming to a close. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and to your credit, though, once you left, you were still friends with a lot of people. Uh, you were friends with a young lady. You were friends with a young lady that um, that invited you, that converted mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you were friends with uh, my wife and I still. Mm-hmm. We were friends, right? And even some of the people that were um um that we've met on this podcast. So, you know, that kudos to you. Kudos to you. Yeah, no, so, those are real relationships. L- let me let me ask you something that I haven't asked the other people though. Hmm. I have not asked the other people. So you're gonna be the first person that gets this question. So here in 2021, soon to be 2022. I want you to imagine. Somebody who's really close to you right now. Any person, okay. any person, doesn't matter who. Okay. You got them in your mind? You got mm-hmm. them in your mind? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, I want you to imagine that this person that you're thinking of who's close to you, they come up to you and say, yo, I just got involved with this church. And you find out that it is indeed our former church. Mm-hmm. And they telling you that they are in. How would you respond to that? How would you feel about that? I would, in my heart, feel really nervous, right? Why? Why? Because I know how easy it is to lose yourself, right? Hmm. And to to let go of some of your convictions, you know, in exchange for the relationships, right? And so part of me... It's like, go for it, right? Like, I have some of my best friends that I wouldn't have met any other way. And for me, the best part of life are the people that that you meet along the way and then you bring along the way, right? And so I wouldn't trade that for anything. And these experiences, like, you know, the, this shared experience, no one else will understand, right? So for better or for worse, it's really added a certain value. But at the same time, you know, I feel like there was a lot that I, I lost to myself that I had to regain. Right. 
And so I think I would just lay out all of the the traps (laughs) and be like, hey, I'm not going to try to discourage you. Right. Like, I, I think that I learned a lot. But when you see these signs run, like, don't think about it for a second, just leave. Right. Because, because I think, I I think that's what I would do. You know, I don't think I would discourage terribly. You mentioned the signs. Um, You know, the signs were, I thought in retrospect, they were there all along from when I was a member, you know, they were there, but I purposely ignored them. Do do you feel like you purposely ignored them too during your time as a member? Some of them, yes. So even though I I saw the signs, uh, I think probably had I noticed it earlier, then I would have left, right? Because I could have developed a network through normal social organizations at NYU. But by the time I started to notice it, I just was like, I'm not willing to lose my family. Right. Cause y'all, y'all are my family and I wasn't willing to, to lose that. So, so yeah, you, I definitely think I saw things. Now you've left the church and it's now been more years have obviously passed at, as you being a former member than you having actually been a member. Mm-hmm. Right. So all this, all this time has passed and all this other stuff. Do you regret any of it? Next time on the reclamation. To befriend someone and then just drop them the moment that they decide they're not going to convert, like that's awful. One of my fears is that one of these days I'm going to come across somebody who was either a former member or close to being a former member, and and I'm the reason for them being in a bad headspace. Uh, from an outsider's perspective, I don't like some of the things that you guys have said be- because it hurts me that some manipulation has taken place.